0: If you and I wait until we feel like doing something good and right, we may never start doing it. But if we decide we're going to do something good and right, we may actually start feeling it. I believe that's why God commands us to give thanks in spite of our circumstances, because He knows that gratitude is good for the soul. So today, we're going to look at the scripture that talks about that command to give thanks, and we're going to declare together this truth, I can give thanks when my heart isn't in it. Now, an I can statement, which that is, simply says, I have the ability to do something. I can give thanks, right? But an I will statement goes a little further. It shows that you have made a decision to do that. Well, our declaration today, the takeaway phrase I want to leave with you is an I can statement that I hope you will decide to do. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post a new episode every Wednesday. I hope you'll subscribe and click that bell notification so you don't miss a single episode. I am all about encouraging people to believe and speak life and truth. There is power in the tongue, and that's why I want a speaking life. And in order to speak truth, I go to the Word of God because the Bible is filled with truth. And from the Bible, I pull out a declaration that I want us to declare together because it will empower your tongue with truth. Okay, so for today's truth, we'll be going to the New Testament book of 1 Thessalonians. We're gonna look at chapter five, verses 16 through 19, and I'll be reading out of the New International Version. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus do not quench the Spirit. That little passage of Scripture has three do's and one don't. Do rejoice always. Rejoicing always, regardless of our circumstances, right? Not just praising God and thanking God and woohoo when something good happens, but always. And then pray continually. Again, don't just pray when we have a need. Don't just pray those Foxhole prayers, pray continually. Pray when you have everything that you need and you just want to acknowledge that God is a part of all of that, right? And then give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Again, I may have been a little strong when I called it a command. Rejoice always, pray continually give thanks. Those are all the do's that we want to do because that's God's will, and He wants what's best for us, right? And then the don't. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I love about God and His will and His commands is that He never puts something out there for us. He never says, this is what you have to do, without also empowering us to obey it. So if he says these things, and he has said these things through Paul's letter to the church at Thessalonica, then we can. We can, just like our statement, I can give thanks when my heart isn't in it. Will you say that with me? I can give thanks when my heart isn't in it. I don't have to convince you that people often act on their feelings, but I would like to submit to you that people can also feel based on their actions. I think that our feelings can follow our actions as we start to do something we begin to feel it and it's especially true with praise and thanksgiving and i think that is why god commands us to give thanks and to pray and to rejoice in spite of our circumstances because he knows then that our feelings will come around and we'll start to feel better now you cannot pass a moral judgment on a feeling Right? A feeling may be positive or negative, but it isn't morally good or bad. It's the actions that we take that can be judged. And God wants us to act with thanksgiving, to act with a spirit of rejoicing and praise, and to always be in prayer. God knows that our feelings may be triggered by our circumstances, and they just rise up within us. We we really can't do much about when somebody says something hurtful. Feeling hurt, of course we're gonna feel hurt, but it's the action that we take, right? If someone says something that makes us angry, we can either take five deep breaths and go for a walk, or we can punch a hole in the wall. God cares about our feelings because He knows that they are gonna lead to actions. And so if we instead act thankful, act peaceful, act in ways that God would will for us to act, rejoicing, then we are going to find out that our feelings will come around, that we feel more forgiving, more compassionate when someone hurts us or angers us. I am reminded of many, many years ago when I was on staff at a church that was literally built around its organ. They had the hymns, the beautiful hymns of the church, but the congregation was aging and they wanted to bring in young families, younger people. And so they brought me in to lead worship, contemporary praise and worship, right? I brought in the drums and the bass and the guitar and believe me, it was not well-received. By most of the congregation, it was not well-received, and it was so hard. And I remember every Saturday night, I would just cry out to the Lord for the strength and for the the spirit to get up in front of that congregation and and lead them in worship. And this one particular Saturday, I remember I went from my, my desk chair to my knees to flat out on my face, and I said, Lord, I don't want to lead these people in worship. I don't. I want to spank them. I want to, I want to shake my fist at them, right? I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel a lot of things. But in that moment, 1 Thessalonians 5.19 popped into my head, just like a thought, 1 Thessalonians 5.19. And I thought, hmm, well, that's interesting because I had at the time, again, this was many years ago, 16, 17, and 18 committed to memory. I knew what those three verses said, but I did not know verse 19. So I pulled out my Bible and I opened it up and I read the words, do not quench the Holy Spirit. And so of course I said, well, there you have it, Lord. This congregation is like dumping buckets of water on me. I'm up there trying to lead them in spirit and truth. I'm trying to rejoice and praise you and sing. And they're just trying to quench your spirit. What are you going to do about it? This just isn't right. But then he began to settle me in my spirit. Take it in context. Take it all in context, right? Rejoice always, Shauna. Pray continually. I think of Jesus from the cross saying, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And give thanks in all circumstances. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. So I was like, okay, this is for me, right? This is for me. So that Sunday morning, the next day, I was there with the worship team. We always went through the opens and the closes of every song. And we had gone through the rehearsal very early in the morning, this little, tiny little, she couldn't have been five feet tall, probably about 4'10", woman in a brown frumpy dress with that little church pillbox hat and the lace, the epitome, right, of the people that I thought were yanking my chain. And she sat there through the whole rehearsal. And when we were all done and I began to put my music back in order, I felt her touch me on the arm. And I looked at her and she said, God is pleased with what you're doing. Well, I was so moved. I said, thank you. And one of the worship team members to my right said, "Thank you for what?" And I said, "Well, I wasn't talking to you. I was." And when I turned around, that little lady was gone, nowhere to be seen. So of course, I quizzed everyone on the worship team. Did you see that lady who was sitting in the congregation in the empty uh, congregation in the in the sanctuary the whole time we were practicing? None of them. <laughs> None of them had seen her, but me. And that was God sending an angel to encourage me because I chose, I made a decision to do something that my heart wasn't in. I can give thanks when my heart isn't in it. And I know that you can too. Will you say that with me? I can give thanks when my heart isn't in it. Let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you even send angels to encourage us. The scripture tells us that we may have angels and be completely unaware of it, but you made it obvious to me that day, Lord. I needed encouragement and I chose to do your will. Father, I pray that everyone that's here right now tuned into this channel and tuned into you and your word, your word that says rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Father would also remember not to quench your spirit. Sometimes that blessing is right on the other side of that most difficult choice, that most difficult pressing through. And so Father, whether you bless them with an angel encounter like you did with me, or just simply the peace that passes human understanding that would guard their hearts and minds, Father, as they do your will, Lord, and then their their feelings begin to come around, Because we've chosen, we've chosen to act in ways that are pleasing to you, knowing, Father, that you see and you hear and you do everything that we need, Father. Sometimes it's rough, but Lord, your reward is great. May we keep our eyes fixed on the prize, Father, on that reward, and help us, Father, not to quench your spirit. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank you so much for watching today and remind you, if you haven't already, and even if you have, if you would share, share a link to this podcast. I am on a mission to get a 1,000 subscribers and I need all the help I can get. That number just seems huge to me. Maybe you know someone who tends to act on their feelings, act out on their feelings, and they need to know the encouragement that they can rejoice when they don't feel like it. They can pray even when they don't have a real pressing need, and they can give thanks in all circumstances. So tell them about this podcast. Share the link because your tongue has power. Use it for good.